Thank you for tuning in. As always, I'd like to start with this disclaimer. I don't have all the answers, and you don't have all the answers, but the best way to pursue the truth is through open-minded discourse, and I hope to contribute in part to that today with a quick thought. Donald Trump has nominated Gina Haspel to fill the post as director of the CIA. Gina Haspel was a senior official in the CIA's operations division and worked on the front lines of detainment zones in Thailand. While not the architect of the programs used there, as was originally alleged in a report but later retracted, she has still worked closely with the people to carry out waterboarding and other forms of torture, and then worked to destroy video evidence of those actions. Her name in the CIA was, purportedly, Bloody Gina. Senator Rand Paul has been an outspoken critic, and also outspoken in his intentions to do what he can to block her nomination, and he's gotten much backlash for it. While I could speak to the fun politics of this moment, I actually want to focus on the issue of torture. I oppose it both ethically and practically, and my worries of the CIA continuing to torture their detainees in secret are often confirmed when classified documents are leaked to the public. When I think about torture, the immediate question that comes to my mind is the question of whether or not it is ever ethical to bring someone pain for the sake of pain. I believe cases of self-defense can be justified, but I wouldn't categorize that as bringing someone pain for its own sake, in a torture situation when they are detained. Now, while it is mostly argued that torture is used to get information to prevent attacks and save lives, I would further ask whether or not there is ever an ethical line that can be crossed in order to save lives. Ultimately, this is where people's underlying ethical systems start to reveal themselves. If someone argues that any amount of torture is worth saving one life, I would ask about killing one innocent person in order to save two innocent people. If it simply becomes a weight of the number of lives, then we fall into a purely utilitarian trap, by warrant of ethics being hinged on number of lives saved. This can justify any number of horrible behaviors, such as the killing of terrorists' innocent family in order to get information, which violates the Geneva Convention, or to take this ethical system into hyperbole, it would justify the government imprisoning every single human in order to preserve their life. Now, rather than utilitarian, they may argue that when someone has committed atrocities, they have forfeited their right to life. While I also oppose granting the government the power to execute via the death penalty, even still I would argue that continual torture and confinement doesn't fit that ethical paradigm, as the treatment is often worse than death and thus you reach new levels of atrocity that you yourself commit. Bringing on that kind of sheer horror into the world, even if it is to a horrible person, does not leave you guilt-free, as you have inflicted unmeasurable pain on another human. The action you have taken is not guilt-free. Now this might weigh harder on my mind if we had strong evidence to suggest that torture was an effective method for gathering critical intel. However, Report after report has come out proving not only the inefficacy of torture, but the obstructive effect it can have. Rather than helping, more often than not, it actually hurts attempts to save lives. Former FBI agents have testified before Congress that these tactics often shut down prisoners rather than having them give away any kind of information at all. Much of the tactics involve waiting 180 hours with sleep deprivation applied to the target, before engaging in more of the techniques. This alone stalls out the time that could be put toward more effective and diplomatic efforts to get data from them. 
Specifically, research conducted and a study put out in the Journal of Science concluded that many of the enhanced interrogation techniques, otherwise known as torture, used ended up increasing stress hormones to degrees equivalent with PTSD. This ended up causing long-term trauma and psychiatric harm, making the information they gave unreliable and limited. Now lastly, I want to point out that oftentimes torture is used as a way to get revenge in a sick manner, and is used to intentionally bring pain and lasting trauma to the victims with no other end in sight. This is why so much of the data records get destroyed without permission, or they're kept confidential so no one can see them, so that people can't see the lengths that these torturers go to. The potential for abuse here is astounding, and not something anyone should be comfortable with. So, on a moral level and on a practical level, I think torture is ineffective, unethical, and leaves plenty of room for abuse. Thank you for spending your time on A Quick Thought. Thank you.